Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mom Biz Solution Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur, available on Amazon in any format you care to read or listen or take part in. Hey, happy Wednesday. I am excited to be here today to talk to you about, oh, that oh-so-pressing topic, you know, money. And specifically, not just money, but how you price the things you sell. If there is one question that I think keeps most of us up at night as entrepreneurs, it is how to value what it is that we sell. You know, there can be consequences for setting your prices too high. There can be consequences for setting your price too low. And yet, as much as we understand that and agree with that, we don't have a set formula or a silver bullet or any sort of like direction really to be able to safely determine what the right price is for our product, our programs, products, services, whatever it is that we offer. So this can be really challenging for entrepreneurs, especially if you're just starting out or if you're launching something new um, or if you're making something available for the first time. How can you know whether it's the right price and whether it's going to work for your audience? Well, today I want to give you some tips on that because there are, you know, it, it's not, a, it's more of an art than a science, but there is a bit of a science to it as well. And there are certainly some key factors to consider whenever you're trying to make the choice of what price to charge for something. And those, I would say the three key factors that I would focus on for any of my clients, no matter what in this industry you're in, no matter what niche, no matter what kind of pro- product you're offering, The first factor to consider is your target customer. Guys, it starts and ends right there. It's going to be very different if you're targeting, you know, 14-year-old boys versus 55-year-old men, okay? Um, So really, really, really starting with knowing your target customer. If you're still thinking that your product or your service is good for everybody and you just want to get it out there and sell it to everybody. So everybody's your target audience. Please book a coaching session with me as soon as possible because you are going to be wasting a whole lot of money, time, effort, energy, and spirit with that approach, my friend. Sorry, but I'm going to say it straight. That is not a good approach, okay? So key factor at first, we start with your target customer. The second key factor to consider with your price, and this is just a consideration, it's not the be-all, end-all, is how much competitors are charging for something similar. Now, this only works when we're comparing apples to apples, not apples to oranges. 
but your customers can give you, I'm sorry, your competitors and how they're offering their product or service or program can give you some insight into what the market is ready to bear at that moment, okay? And the third really big key factor is understanding the the relationship that exists between quality and price. And there's a lot of empirical data there that goes into that consideration between quality and price, and there's psychological considerations that go in there, okay? So I can tell you guys a lot of my customers mistakenly underprice their products because when, especially when they're first starting out or especially when it's a new product, they're trying to convince their customer that their product is the least expensive and they're hoping that, you know, by coming out with their product being less expensive than what their competitors are offering, they'll get more people to sign up. You know, they'll get more volume. They'll get more people to buy. But this can be really risky because especially if you are not that established yet or if you are less established, if you have less of a reputation in business than the competitor that you are underselling to, um, if you have less of a reputation than they do and you put your product that is a very similar offer but at a much lower price, you risk being perceived simply as cheap. And you got to understand, guys, people want to feel that they're getting their money's worth when they make a purchase. They absolutely want to feel great about that purchase. And most people are unwilling to purchase from somebody they believe has less value than someone else. Now, if it's if you are absolutely selling a commodity, let's say you sell, uh, I don't know, flippers. <laughs> my family and I are going to Florida in a few days, so I've, I've got beaches and water and, and swimming on my brain. So let's say you're selling flippers, and you are one of those people, you're like a reseller, so you buy things and then you resell them. If you're selling something that is absolutely a commodity that I can do a quick Google search on and get you know, 15 sites or 5,000 sites that sell the exact same thing and you, you know, don't price accordingly, you know, that's not going to help you, okay? I, if you price it less or you price it more, I'm probably just going to go for the lowest price if it's the exact same model number, if it's the exact same manufacturer and all that kind of stuff. But most of the stuff that the entrepreneurs I work with create are not that. We are not typically just resellers, Okay we are creating a product or a service or a program that is similar to some things but different as well. And you just want to be careful with pricing yourself so much cheaper than your competition so that you look cheap and so that your value comes into question. As my former business partner, Sheila Cummins, always says, be wary, be wary of the bottom feeders. And bottom feeders are people that she calls... (laughs) the ones that are just looking for the cheapest price on anything. Okay, these people, if if they can negotiate and get you down to the lowest price on something that they want and they could find it somewhere else, but they're going to get it from you for cheaper and for less, let's be clear, that person is not going to be a loyal customer for you going forward. They are simply going to jump boat and move to the next person that has the cheapest price thing that they want in the future. There's no loyalty there, Okay. And you want to be really careful of that because it absolutely can affect your perceived value, which is something that's really important when you are trying to launch your business or a new product. Okay, so let's dig, though, a little bit deeper into knowing your customer. You know, as I said, this is the thing that you always have to do. This is one of the key factors you always have to consider, you know, from the get-go, no matter what it is you're creating, 
if you take the time to figure out who your ideal customer is, who your ideal client is, that information is going to serve you so well. You need to think about whether or not this person is an avid shopper. Are they are they coupon crazy? Are they collecting coupons and looking for deals online all the time? And do they make it, you know, a part of their lifestyle and a scavenger hunt and a badge of honor, you know, to be, you know, the best at, you know, savvy pricing? You know, okay, know that about your customer. Know that about your ideal customer and serve that need, okay? Otherwise, perhaps maybe your customer, your ideal customer, they could be really not that interested in shopping around. They could be really not that price sensitive. They could be more value sensitive. They could be more, um, they could care more about the kind of business that produces or provides the product or service they want. They could care more about the values and the ethics. You know, I know people who will not buy from certain people. I mean, you'll see it go by on Facebook all the time. I'm boycotting so-and-so. I'm boycotting this company or that company, or I refuse to shop here anymore because of this, that, or the other thing. If your client is sensitive to ethics, to the way something is produced, to the way something is packaged, marketed, stored, delivered, whatever it is, you need to know that, and you need to incorporate that and consider that in the pricing of your products and services. So there is absolutely a very psychological need for most of us to believe that we are getting the best value for our money and to believe that we are getting something from a trusted and true source, especially, you know, if you're doing all of your business online, I hope you're getting a whole lot of reviews to say how easy it is and how trustworthy you are when people do business with you, right? And how wonderful your products are and how you deliver on time because it's very hard to drive value when someone can't come in and touch or feel something. You have to do everything based on that customer experience instead. So know your customer. Know what triggers them, both in a good way and a bad way, okay? Your price could be a trigger. Your price could be a very big trigger for your ideal customer. So think about that and make sure you build that in. The other thing I want to talk about is really being clear on knowing what your costs are. You know, I had a client who when I was (laughs) – we were working together for a month or two, and we started, you know, we were kind of rebranding and reorganizing how she offered her programs and, and her services. She's a services-based um, uh, uh, client, uh, entrepreneur. And when I asked her, I said, okay, well, you know, she's like, I just don't know where to price things. I don't even know where to start. I said, okay, well, you know, you can go about it a lot of different ways, but one of the things, why don't we take a look at your costs right now and let's figure that out. She's like, okay, well, what costs? And I said, well, what cost does it take for you to create this product or service? And she really didn't have a clue how to back into that price. And guys, there are hard costs. You know, you buy the materials, you buy the software, you pay the the packaging, you pay the host, you pay the utility, whatever it is. And then there are some soft costs like your time and, you know, your effort, your energy, um, you know, maybe some research that you have to do. There are so many different things that go into that. You know, what does it cost for your overhead? Pay other people to provide certain pieces of the whatever it is that you're putting together, right? So knowing your costs is critical to helping you be able to determine what price point you should set for your product or your offering, okay? 
So, you know, really consider things like your actual product cost, you know, including the labor and the cost of marketing and selling them. You know, gosh, I have I have very I've really streamlined a lot of my website and marketing and online marketing fees. But boy, before I did that, I had all kinds of stuff I was paying for that I really didn't need to. If you can lower your costs, that will help you. You don't have to raise your price to make more money. You can just streamline your cost and get rid of any extraneous costs that you don't need to have. You want to consider in your cost all the operating expenses necessary for you to own and run your business to keep the lights on, literally. You know, are you including your cell phone? Are you including your mileage? You know, consider the costs of um, any fixed assets you have, your computers, things like that. I, I, I don't want to get too into it. You know, consult your CPA or tax advisor, but, you know, depreciating your assets and stuff over time, those things cost money. And as a business owner, you have to include things like that when you're looking at setting prices. The next thing I want you to do is consider what is your revenue target. In, in a nutshell, you know, how much money do you want to make this year? And how many units of your product do you need to sell to hit that target? That's easy if you're just selling one thing, right, like many of you are. But for those of you who are selling multiple products or services or programs, you're going to need to take a look at how many of each of those things you need to sell at that certain price point to reach your goal. Guys, this is really simple math, but I can't tell you how many of us don't do this. (laughs) We just pick a price and start trying to sell, you know? So definitely want to check in with your competition, but don't let that completely drive everything you choose to do. You know, again, your competition, if they, if what they're offering is visible to your target audience, you know, again, if I want to buy flippers and all I have to do is go look at these 5,000 retailers that Google just told me would sell these to me at different price points, then I'm going to be really competitive about the pricing that I put on those, okay? But remember your value. Do you add extra services? Do you have some bonuses that come from buying from you versus someone else? Do you have a money-back guarantee? Things like that. You know, know what your market is willing to pay for something and figure out how to distinguish yourself in that market. Figure out how to show that your product or your offering is somehow better than what your competitor is currently selling it for, okay? Guys, I could go on and on and on. There are so many different ways to talk about pricing. It is absolutely a you know, not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach. It's a very customized approach. But I hope some of these guidelines are going to be helpful to you when you try to figure out what to set your prices at. And if you need help, don't forget, it's what I do for a living, and I'd love to help you. Send me your questions, Lara, that's L-A-R-A, at mombizcoach.com. Until next week, I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.